0: Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Uh, Welcome to A Weekly Word. I'm glad you're with me. Uh, I'm in a little bit of a different context here. Um, We're getting new carpet in some of the offices at church, including mine, and uh, and so I'm working out of my home office today and, and recording this at home. And uh, today, I get to talk with you about uh, the life everlasting. Uh, you might recall that this comes from a question that was asked uh, about what happens after we die. It uh, started with kind of this, why are we concerned about uh, the resurrection of the dead? Um, and largely, that's because that's what God has promised. And so we want to uh, hold on to what, what he has said and um, put our hope in the future in terms of what he has promised. But the question still remains, what happens when we die? What what goes on there? And that's a question that people have been asking for pretty much the whole history of the world, right? Um, you know, and there have been all kinds of different answers. Uh, the, the most modern answer that's out there, um, and very materialistic and atheistic answer, uh, is that nothing happens when we die. We just die, and that's it. You know, th- you know we just go away. Um, that obviously doesn't fit with what the scriptures teach, uh, nor does it fit with what most cultures and most civilizations uh, across time have held or believed. Um, you know, for instance, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism, they, they teach this idea of reincarnation. Um, you know, there were Gnostic religions that were around, uh, Gnostic, G-N-O-S-T-I-C. Um, and, and a lot of other Eastern religions kind of hold this idea that when we die, our, our spirit goes back to God and becomes incorporated in God. It's kind of this divine spark idea. Uh, and, and so they would believe that there is a life after death, but it's kind of being consumed in this much greater uh, spiritual existence. Um almost everybody believes in some form of an afterlife that's often connected to our deeds on earth you know so uh the vikings believed in valhalla that if you died nobly in battle uh that you would go and be prepared for uh, ragnarok the last day uh, to fight for odin and uh the other gods uh the romans had the, the fields of elysium uh where the noble go to to uh Enjoy uh, the fruits of their labors of their lives uh, if they were valiant and good. Uh, of course, there's always ideas about punishment for the wicked as well. Um, so the Greeks spoke of Hades. In the Old Testament, uh, they talked about Sheol, and sometimes people will connect that to uh, to Hades or even translate it as Hades. Um, Sheol seems to be a little bit different in that it's kind of the place where the dead go and it seems like maybe this is the place where the dead go while they wait for the judgment it's it's not particularly clear in terms of exactly what's being said there you know and of course in the christian church we believe that there is such a thing as hell um you know we may not like that but that is um that is what the scriptures teach and so uh we we always want to We always want to trust what God tells us about himself and uh, about what goes on uh, in terms of his promises of life and salvation and and everything else. Um, And of course, there are religions that believe that when we die, our spirits just kind of wander the earth. Um, And and there's a lot of that uh, across history as well. But as Christians, it's really clear that we believe that uh, that there is such a thing as heaven. uh, And... and And when I say heaven, I want to be a little bit more specific uh, because that can mean a variety of things. But when I'm saying heaven right now, what I'm saying is that there is this holy, blessed place that is a a spiritual existence. uh, That that we go to be with the Lord is another way that uh, the Bible talks about it. Um, Or as Jesus talked about when he was on the cross and the thief was dying uh, next to him, he says, I tell you the truth, today I will be with you in paradise. He says that in Luke 23, verse 43. So, you know, Jesus died. He was buried. Three days later, he rose from the dead. And nevertheless, he tells the thief, today you will be with me in paradise. So there is a sense of a a spiritual existence uh, apart from our bodies, in everlasting life, and this matches with uh, a scene in Revelation where the saints are under the altar and they're they're praying for uh, the last day to come, and, and in a sense, praying for the saints, praying for the Christians who are still on earth, and not in the sense of you know Grandma and Grandpa praying for me specifically or watching out for me specifically, um, but uh, in the sense of Uh, wanting God's will to be done and seeking uh, to support that will through their prayers, calling upon God to do his work in our lives and in this world. And we, of course, know that there's a resurrection and a day that Jesus will return. And one of the passages that we think of for that is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, where St. Paul writes this. He says, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, concerning those who are asleep, Notice there's a, a metaphor there. When he says asleep, um, he, he means that that, that we've died. Uh, so he doesn't want us to be concerned about people who, who have died, uh, so that you will not grieve like the rest who have no hope. You know, we believe that we have hope after we die, uh, and for the face of the uh, the death of our loved ones, that there is hope even in that, that sad situation. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again in the same way, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Notice, connected to Jesus, through Jesus, fallen asleep, but brought back uh, to life. For we say this to you by a word from the Lord, so he's saying that this is God's word, not his own, Uh, we who are still alive at the Lord's coming will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. There's this idea that all believers come into the last day together. He says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the archangel's voice, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are still alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with those words. So you notice this swept up in the air. This is the idea of uh, of the rapture, where, where that idea comes from. And uh, notice that this is Jesus coming again, and his believers coming up into the sky to meet him, and not like disappearing from earth, but coming back to earth with the saints in heaven uh, in, in one great moment on the last day. So... Are you confused yet? There's a lot going on there. And uh, there are a couple of things that are very clear about what happens when we die. One is we go to be with the Lord. And when we go to be with the Lord, that's going to be good. We're going to be with Jesus. We're going to see him face to face. We're going to rejoice in his presence. It is a good and blessed place to be. Two, uh, we await the last day and the resurrection that that's part of this existence after we uh, have our, our mortal death from this life. We look ahead to the resurrection, and that takes place, it seems, on the last day. you know, According to this passage, God will raise the dead in Christ first. So, there are some ideas among Christians that ha- have been used to try to explain how this all goes. um so some people will talk about a soul sleep. That when we die, it's like we go to sleep. The similar language to uh, First Thessalonians. And having gone to sleep, we look forward to being awakened on the last day. And, and it's just like when we go to sleep and you wake up in the morning, and you know, like almost like no time has passed, right? Um, I'm not sure that that fits with the biblical text. Um, some people have taught that. Uh, from our death, we go immediately to the resurrection. Um, I'm I'm not sure that that matches with with the text, um, and then there are others who believe this idea of the rapture and the millennium. And there are different things that are taught about the rapture and the millennium, but you know the. the the essential idea being that, you know, uh, all the good people, all the good Christians are taken away and then there's this period of time, um, you know, that uh, everything kind of goes to hell in a handbasket, so to speak, in terms of the earthly existence, seeking to bring people to repentance and then Jesus comes back and reigns for a thousand years. Um, I don't think that that fits with the text either. So what do we believe? Well, my stance on what happens after we die is uh, uh, humble trust. Humble trust, um, which might not feel very helpful to you. I'm just going to be honest about that. Um, do we believe in life after death? Yes, absolutely. Jesus made that very clear. Uh, do we believe that there is such a thing as heaven? Yes, absolutely. Jesus made that very clear. Do we believe in the resurrection? Yes, absolutely. Jesus made that clear too. Um, But what is that experience like? I don't know. The Bible doesn't say a a whole lot about how does this all work itself out. Um, The Bible's not particularly clear on it, nor is it particularly concerned. It wants to tell you how you come to have a right relationship with God. He wants to tell you how uh, you overcome death and the grave. But on the whole, it's really not you know, this these are the things that happen. It's the same way with angels. We know that they're there, but we really don't know that much about them because that's not what God's concerned about in the message. His message is really about how do you come to have everlasting life? And it's through the forgiveness of sins that's won for us by Christ. And it's about living in his righteousness here and now. Uh, and when we get into the next life, having received that righteousness, being truly properly righteous, even in our our attitudes and our our deeds. Um, So we we try really hard to not say more or less than what, what God's word actually proclaims. And at the end of the day, we're trusting in Jesus, who is the first fruit from the dead. And this idea is that he leads the way through the grave and he brings us with him. And what it all looks like at the end I I guess I'll give you a really solid, I don't know. But I do know this, that it's going to be wonderful because we'll be with our Lord Jesus. And if we're with Jesus, how could it not be? So uh, that's my answer or lack of answer, however you want to think about that. Um, Now, I do spend a lot of time thinking about what, what does God's word say about these things? And as I think about that, and as I talk about that, um, remember, we're going back to God's Word. And so, looking ahead to next year, I'd like to invite you to participate in uh, an opportunity to read through the Bible with me. It's been a couple years since I've read through the entire Scriptures, and, uh, and so I'm putting together a reading plan. It will be five days a week, um, and there will be a weekly email with some encouragement, some prayer prompts, maybe a couple of thoughts. Not like a big commentary on the text, though. Um, but most importantly, it'll be an opportunity to be connected to this really important means of grace where the Holy Spirit works in our lives, and he delivers Jesus' forgiveness and salvation to us, and he grows us in the faith. So if you want to participate in that with me, uh, if you're at Gloria Day, you can you can sign up on the, the sign-up board, um, or if not, you can contact me uh, at, at Pastor T at GloriaDayHudson.org. Uh, uh, That's Pastor, the letter T, at Gloria Day. Uh, Day is spelled D-E-I Hudson, H-U-D-S-O-N.org. And uh, God's blessings.